Hello, my loves. This is the story behind the story. I'm Sierra Melker, the founder of Red Thread Publishing. As always, we are having conversations with female authors, women who are writing and publishing books, sharing what they're writing about, how they're navigating this sort of mysterious publishing process, really just shining a little bit of light on how they're doing it and how you can do it too. Today, we have a different kind of guest. Beth Ann is a children's book writer. She's our first children's author. And um, I'm so glad to have you here. Welcome, Beth Ann. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah. So um, if you've seen our previous podcasts, I don't introduce people very much. I'm certainly not going to read someone's bio because for me, that's like the most mind-numbing thing. I want you to introduce yourself to us and tell us a little bit about your story. Absolutely. Um, so my name is Beth Ann Oliphant. I have been writing probably almost my whole life since I was 12 years old. It was always a goal of mine to publish something in some way, shape or form. And, you know, life gets in the way, things happen. <clears throat> You're, you go on different paths, different journeys. Um, I actually did not begin to write my first children's book until my husband was away from military training for two years. So my oldest son and I, we would just go to the beach a lot and um, started writing down things he was doing and seeing and getting into. He's always been a very curious little boy and adventurous. And I turned 40 and I said, I need to, I got to do this. It's been on my list for a long time. TikTok, let's figure, let's write the story and then figure out where to go from there. So the first book started off as a poem. So all of my um, children's books are rhyming books. And I learned a lot through research and talking to publishers, how to find the rhythm of a book, how to engage children in a book and, and things like that. Cause I, I knew nothing. I just said, I want to do something. So I just filled in the pieces. I met a self-publishing company through my chamber of commerce and she kind of became like a mentor for me and really walked me through the process. And I decided to self-publish because for me, it wasn't, I didn't want to write a book to be rich and famous. I wanted to write a book because I wanted to write a book and I thought it would be fun. And my kids would like to see a, a book on the internet that mommy did, you know, and I would have total control as a self-publisher. I control the artwork. I control how the pages are, where the words are on the page. And uh, that actually very much matches my personality. So I, <laughs> I self-published and um, I found my illustrator through my previous employer. She worked for the same company. So we met totally by chance. She said, um, I met her friend and her friend said, oh, well, my friend in the ER she's an artist and she's doing children's books. And I said, well, I need to meet her. And we've been together ever since. So she's done the first two books so far and the third one will be out next year. But um, they are- So much of this. <laughs> and if I'm talking too fast, I just get excited. And I feel like I leave out a lot of detail, but- <laughs> This is it. So let's even have that be the thing when you're doing something that's lighting you up, where you're learning, where you're growing, you get excited and you can't help yourself. Yeah. This, that's the, that's not 
every part of the writing and publishing process, um, we know that there are the like, oh, it's struggle, it's frustrating, it's confusing, I need help, like I'm stuck now. That's part of it too. Um, but I wanna focus on the excitement of it. And one of the things that Red Thread we're all about is like the collaboration, that nobody does this all by themselves, right? You mentioned yeah. finding an illustrator, connecting with, and so I wanted also to talk about this idea of a company that self makes you a self-published author, because mm -hmm. even in my own mind, I think I still even have an antiquated idea of what a self-published author is. It's like somebody who doesn't have any support is a self-published author, rather than somebody who has 100% of the rights to their book and all the decision-making that you get. Like you've got a company of experts to support you in your publishing process but so there's there's still some like new definitions that I think we're we're learning and mm -hmm. and not everybody especially if they're not deep in the industry uh they won't know the distinction between somebody who's going with a company and calling themselves a self-published author versus because our authors aren't I don't call them self-published, but they have all the rights to their books, right? So there's okay. this this wiggle room in between of, of what that is. I don't know that one of us is right or wrong. I, the industry is changing so much. Mm -hmm. The publishing industry is changing so much. And I love this. This is the time for women to be getting into it because it's no longer you need a traditional publisher and you need to have an agent and you need to do it this way. Um, right. So I love that you had this passion. You cut a way that's going to make it work. Show up one of your. I'm sorry. Can you show us one of your books? I see them behind you. Yes. Um, so this is the, the new book. Um, it is called Brighton Speech Adventures Ghost Crab Hunt. Um, I unintentionally turned the first book into a series because I had more ideas. So the first book is um, Dolphin Surprise. And it is a story of my oldest son seeing dolphins for the first time at the shore. So it's, it's based on a true experience, but you, know, you add a little bit of magic for the children's book. Uh, the second book, he brings his sister along with him on a ghost crab hunt on the beach at night. Um, and this book has been pretty popular because a lot of people um, didn't know much about ghost crabs. So it was a, a fun book to launch this year and it did get a lot of attention, which is exciting. That is so cool. So a couple things um, for anyone who's thinking of being an author. If you can turn a book into a series, you're golden, right? <laughs> um, because from the marketing perspective and from the like hooking a reader and getting someone to be like, oh, when's the next Brighton Beach book coming out? Then it's, you know, when, when, whether they're children's books or any other kind of book, if it can be like, 
in iterations, it helps you as the author, like expand on the story. And because the third one's part of the series, right? Yes, yes. So cool. Um, yeah, I have three children. So <laughs> I gotta have didn't want books. anybody to grow up in therapy saying mommy <laughs> left me out of a book. So <laughs> the, third, the third child, my youngest, he's in the third book. So the first book, Brighton gets his adventure. He sees the dolphins. The second book, he takes Amelia on an adventure to see mm. the ghost crabs. The third book, they bring Judah to experience his own adventure. So that way they each get, get their day in the, the spotlight. <laughs> well, and I admittedly am not an expert in children's books, but um, you've touched on a couple of things that you've already learned that helped you, you know, how do you make the rhythm of a book, but also you're teaching, each book teaches something right? Teaching about the ghost crabs. Um, what part of the world are you in? Are you on the, the I'm in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I know that region and like every family in that region is going to want to read your book. Anyone who yeah. visits that region is going to want to read your book, yeah. right? Um, and do the thing. And so the books teach us about life and teach us about things. And when you have a series with like a growing family, all the, the families that have siblings, it's like, oh, look, and now we should go on our own adventures. And that, that bridge between you know, fiction and, and real life is so cool. Um, so yeah. I really, I love that. Are you, and maybe this is too early to ask, but do you, um, do you have more books in mind after the third one? I is do. Become a thing? Yeah. I do. Um, I feel like I try to explain it to friends. Um, I don't write every day and you don't hear that from a lot of writers. Usually the advice is write every day, write something every day. I write, I get this feeling like almost in my gut that something's there and I got to sit down and write. And that's when I sit and write and it just pours out of me. And, um, for years, I didn't have that feeling until I started to do these things with my son and I started to write about them. And they've been consistent, I guess, because the inspiration is constantly there, seeing my kids interact and do fun things. But um, that's that's when I write. I just get this feeling that I got to get something down on paper and I just sit and I just write and write and write and write. So, um, yeah, there's more in me. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know that there's, there's more, um, <laughs> definitely. I and, love um, that. And, yeah. And you bring up something that's really, you bring up something that's really important. Um, I, so I teach a writer's course for women because this advice of like write every day is really hard for <laughs> women with jobs and with families and young kids. It's like, well, when the hell is that going to happen? Um, <laughs> And if I can't do it that way, then maybe I'm not a writer, but it's just one approach to writing and mm-hmm. that it doesn't have to be the make or break. And so I really appreciate, I, I teach this sort of cyclical journey of writing like the resting and the looking for inspiration and the being ready for it when it comes, yeah. instead of being like, well, it's 9.15, I have 18 minutes to be inspired on your market set go, right? Like that's, that's not how, inspiration works, but it's also not how our 
lives as, as mothers and entrepreneurs and all the things that we're trying to do, it doesn't work like that. It's sort of, again, like traditional publishing, old school, that's how it was. It's like, you're a writer, you sit down and write and you make all your money from writing because some big traditional publishing house is gonna give you a $50,000 signing bonus. But what if it doesn't work like that? You know, yeah. It doesn't have to work like that anymore. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I love that you bring that up and I wanna transition to then, what advice do you have for, for women who are like where you were? What do they need to hear to get them from always sort of wanting to have written something to making, making the leap? Do it for the right reasons, for one. Um, I make no money doing this. Um, <laughs> what I get when my books are purchased, they go into an account to fund the next book. So I just roll it over to the next book. So make sure you're going into it for your get rich, you know, do it because you love it. You're passionate about it. You've always wanted to do it. Um, there's no time like the present. <laughs> I wish somebody told me that 15 years ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> time like ticks away at you so fast. And before you know it, you're looking back saying, oh, I should have. Why didn't I? Right. How you many know? books could I have written in the last 15 exactly. years? Exactly. Started when I first wanted to. Yeah. Exactly. And there is the time, you know, um, when I wrote the first book, I was a working mom. Um, I had a husband in them. Well, I still have a husband in the military, but at that <laughs> time he was gone a lot. Yeah. So I was like a pseudo single mom running a house working. A single mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I would write at night yeah. when my kids went to bed, I would sit down and if it, if it came to me, I would write it down. And that's when I took the time to do it. Or if I was driving around in my car and had an idea, I'd pull over and write it down. Cause you never know when something's going to pop into your head. You know, all of our phones record now, just start yeah. talking into your phone. Um, so do it, just do it. I have friends that have talked to me about wanting to write and they have all these ideas. Just write it, just write it down and keep writing until there's nothing left. And then let somebody read it and take the criticism <laughs> and the advice. I love that because I, yeah, when I was in my twenties, I was when I first sat down and started writing and that book is still on my hard drive because I didn't have the support, the community, uh, didn't, didn't follow through. And, yeah. and there's so many untold stories and there's so many women that have, like you said, like ev everyone I know has a story they want to tell a book that they want to write. Yeah. And either you know it's either an emotional block or a logistical block or you know emotion hiding in logistics of I don't have <laughs> enough time I don't know how to do it so you know I'll wait until you know um and it's the things that I'm witnessing in the world is like the tech is changing communities are changing you absolutely don't have to do it alone there's so many writers communities there's our publishing company that like, and there's so many other companies that are helping women write and publish their stories that you yeah. don't have to do it the old school way. And it doesn't have to be done all by yourself. Right. Right. There's, there's facilitators who are helping these stories be born because we're hungry for new voices. Yeah. Just are. So yeah. I love that advice and really appreciate that. 
Thanks. Yeah. And it's true. You're not going to like book profits are not where you get rich. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it can be fulfilling in other ways. If through series, like there's possibles for like the money's actually going to add up. It's things are going to happen. There's other ways to make money from, from books. Um, and I talk with other authors about this, but um, yeah, it's not write a book. The, the, the day my first book came out, I was like, how come Oprah didn't call? I, I sort of, I was really sure that like all I had to do was publish this book and then my whole life would change. Damn, I still have to do the dishes. What is this? Um, and so I, again, you're like, do it for the right reasons then with the, the right expectations in mind so that you aren't like, oh, I hit, I, you know, I hit bestseller, but I, I'm still disappointed. You're like, yeah. you know, um, and having, having people around who have been there to sort of help support the process, but also temper the expectations to yeah. make it a little bit more grounded of like, this is what you can expect. Um, yeah. Like when I, um, when I had the goal to publish, I, basically the company I worked with, they help people self-publish. So they were like, like a mentor. Yep. Um, they walked me through the process and showed me how to do this stuff on Amazon and KDP. Um, so my original goal was let's publish us. This. this is great. I'll get it in my hands. Some family will buy it. Maybe I'll do a vendor fair here and there and sign some books. Yeah. But then like it went live and I thought, Hmm, how do I get in stores? So then you just, I started to ask questions. The worst case they're going to do is say no. Right. So I, I visited the mom and pops, not the big box chains. Cause it, that's a little more complicated. But the mom and pops were like, yeah, we support local authors. We'll put you on the shelf. So I, I took my son to the beach in Delaware last Monday and we went into one of the bookstores and I said, look, there's our books. And he was like, oh, wow. Cause his face is there, you know? And he was yeah. all excited. He took his picture with it and, and stuff like that. Like that feels like that's a huge accomplishment. It's not, you're right. It's not about the money on the back end. It's about look what we did. And I say we, because my kids are a huge part of it. And my husband and my yeah. family have been super supportive. Like, look what we accomplished. We just thought we'd be on Amazon, buried in a billion children's books online, but we're on shelves. And it's, it's just so exciting. And it's been a really awesome process. I'm on a podcast. I never thought I'd do anything like that either. I think <laughs> and this is the thing, like publishing shifts our own identity of like who we are and what we're capable of. Right. Yeah. And as women, we're doing that for ourselves. Your kids are watching that, right. Yeah. Your kids are growing up being like, I can write a book. Right. Yep. Who's to say that they are not going to become authors before they're 15. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're not, they don't have to wait till they're 40. If it's something that lights them up. My daughter's six. And she's like making books because mommy oh. makes books, right? And so she just makes books like, look, I made a book today. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> me too. That's so cool. Look at you. Right? you know, and it's, it's changing the, the expectations of, of everybody and, and shifting the nature of storytelling. And it's just, it's so much more powerful than the like $1.69 that you're going to get from, yeah. Yeah. from a book. Um, but I'm also, I'm super pro like small businesses. So I want 
them to make 35% of the profit because oh, absolutely. what's the world without these small bookstores, right? Like, yeah. I don't want to live in a world of small bookstores. Yeah. So, you know, it goes around and comes around. I love all of that. Um, Beth Ann, thank you so much for writing your books, for learning what you needed to do to get them out into the world, for joining us today and, and for sharing a little bit of your story and, and inspiring other authors to do the same. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to share my story. My pleasure.